sir. Welcome back. It's time. Episode four. We've made it to four episodes. How mad is the world? What well am I? Yes, bro. I'm so gassed about this. I feel like it's catching on. I feel like we we get the ick if we don't do a don't do a little pod every now and then. Yeah, I mean we planned it well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome back to episode four, guys. I hope you enjoyed the last one. We definitely had fun recording it. We were just talking about it before we started hitting the record on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did talking talking about it. But this one's going to be a good one. Yeah, it was. Um, I really enjoyed the last episode. Actually, it was yeah. just it was nice to talk about stuff that was that we actually had to do some proper research on. You know. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was less about us, more about that, which was cool. Yeah, but this one's very much a bit of both. Yeah, yeah. More, I'd say more about us. And we're on letter D. If you've been uh, carrying along, giving it the D. Yeah, you know, every now and then, you know, I think everyone needs a bit of D. Yeah. Um. So we're yeah. not gonna, we're not going to do what you think we're going to do. No, that's no, for no, sure. No, no, no. That's we're, for sure. We're not talking about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> We've we, took a, a very dark turn, I think. Yeah, quite a morbid turn. But we're, our topic of a uh, conversation today for episode four of our stay for one is death. Yep, it's death. So uh, yeah, it is. It is a dark one to pick, but I, I really am looking forward to touching on this one, mate. So mm. um, we hope you guys are looking forward to this as much as we are. Again, follow us on Instagram. I'll stay for one podcast. If you've uh, yeah got any you know thoughts, opinions, comments, questions on anything we spoke about, we'd love to hear from you. Send us your comments. But of course, this is episode four. I'm Wedge. Yeah, I'm Sam. We're going to talk about death. Do you want to stay for one? Right. <clears throat> Let's fucking jump straight into it. Two-footed challenge, mate. Let's go straight into Let's it, Let's granite Xhaka this shit. Oh, terrible player. He got another red card today. <laughs> He's terrible. God. Right. So I don't know if I want to get too deep straight away. Fuck it. I don't know if we should jump straight in or we start... We start stepping in slowly. And I've also, if I look at my notes now, I've got the real deep at the top, and then I finish on a bit of a positive. Mm. So, and that, that's kind of how I want this pod to go. Let's just, let's just go, let's just, let's just take a little dick dive. Okay. So, my first one down here, I've put, had a, I've, I've had a tough relationship with my own death. I think that's something we need to mention as well. We want to talk about our own personal perception of death, not so much how we feel about people around us dying. Um, because I think that we, we might touch on it but I think that's very different for everyone but I, I'm, I'm more interested about how you feel about your your own death yeah yeah definitely and it's a horrible topic because it's something that's haunted me my whole life but yeah I want to get out there and talk <laughs> about it so yeah I've had a very tough relationship with my own death I remember vividly the moment when I was really young and I, I was I was laying in bed and I had the realisation that I would in fact be dead one day um, what made you think that to, to begin with what, what, what stirred on that thought I think because I'm quite an anxious mm. hypochondriac type person I think I was straight away I think I thought about like my parents and my family and like my sister and like people around me like you know they're all going to die one day and then all of a sudden for some reason I got to the age where I started like thinking hold on I'm going to die one day like I'm going to get that old that it's done my whole life is done everything is spent and then and then what like you know nothing else and I, i'm start like looking at you now when we're recording this i'm starting to feel surreal by talking about this stuff because it affects me in that way um 
Yeah, and I, I just remember at my parents' house, laying there, I don't know how old I was, it must have been my first, maybe the first episode of this would have been when I was maybe six, seven years old, maybe. Oh, wow, that young. Really young. And it just, it crippled me for like three weeks to the point where I remember it now when I'm, you know, nearly 30. And I, I remember that three weeks really, really vividly just because it was like, oh, hold on, this isn't going to last forever. What I'm doing is not forever. Um and there is all that time that was before me existing going to happen and much more after me existing. And yes, yeah, really weird, really weird concept. When did, when did, you, did, have you ever thought like that or has that ever crossed your mind? Yeah. And, and I've put as well, I think for me, it was when I was, I was a teenager. I think I must've been maybe 14, 15. A bit later then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was quite a naive young kid. Yeah. I still am. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Just a little bit taller. Um, I, I remember... I re- again, I was laying in bed. Yeah. And I, re- I don't know how I got onto it, but I remember thinking... It all started, I was like, wow, you know, this planet Earth is fucking this many years old. Yeah. It's going to continue. Yeah. I'm not going to live forever. And I remember having like a little two minute sweating. I was sweating yeah. because I was like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck, I'm going to die. Yeah. Like when I die, the world's just going to carry on. You know, people are still going to go about their daily business. Like yeah. in 10 years time after I, you know, after 10 years after I die, 200 years after I die, there's still going to be something going on. And it was just a bit of a, like a fuck. Oh God. Yeah. And that's it. It's, it's panic. The only way I can describe how I felt after all all those thoughts is I'm panicking, and then I start thinking: Have I got to deal with thinking about this every day for the rest of my life? Is this all I'm going to think about? Is that it's going to end one day? And it was horrible. Did you have any relatives pass away around that time? Yeah, funny you mentioned that, mate. Because yeah, um, my nan passed away of breast cancer then, like a lot younger than we you know was expected that we expected, and I've never thought about that. I've never actually connected them dots. Do you think that triggered it? Maybe. It's, you know, entirely possible, isn't it? But it's not just been then. I think... So, okay, that that was my first point. Um, and that was the first time I really encountered this as a, a thing. But that hasn't been the only time. Like, I've now noticed that, like, whenever I have a significant change in my life and you hit them kind of anxious months or weeks and sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm sure, you know... We don't want to go too much into mental health, but it affects everyone in different ways and is a really strong thing at the moment. Um, and I think when when I hit those sort of big blocks of anxiety, which is normally for me triggered by change, is what I've noticed. I've, I've been able to pinpoint these things as I've kind of got older. Um, so, you know, if I, if I move house, if I change job, if, you know, the partner I'm with at the time, it starts to break down and then my whole life day to day just completely changes. I'll smash into these like months of anxiety and these thoughts will come back and I've had I've had different episodes of like surrealism because of noticing like I am literally just here right now in time and space we're here this is never going to happen again why why are we here why is this happening and it's all going to be over one day and I, I like yeah I've had I've had more than I can count on one hand times where I've been fixated on this for I'm talking weeks man where I've been stuck thinking for weeks where I've got, I think I've got something wrong with me because I can't stop fixating on this idea. It's it's crazy, mate. And it's kind of why I, was, I wanted to talk about this pod as an own catharsis to me because it really has affected me in my life. 
What scares you the most, though? The fact that you will die or the fact that the world will carry on? I think just... What, 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 what stirs that anxiety when, when, these, when this happens? I'm starting to think now I'm older, it's meaning. It's like, is anything I'm doing meaning anything? Like, And if you go down that route, it's really odd. Because it's like, well, you know, in 200 years, no one is even going to care that I existed, let alone, like, you know, I'm not going to be here. Like, where am I going to be? Where am I, Wedge? You're going to be reincarnated as a a... butterfly. Exactly. Exactly. And that will be, you know, great. I'm a beautiful butterfly and all that. (laughs) But no, it's just, I think that's what haunts me. The idea of, like, is anything I'm going to do going to mean anything? And then I, I think I have to, to to get out of these weeks of thinking about it. I have to just completely fill that space with other stuff in life to try and almost replace it in my mind, which is hard to do and takes a, a while. It takes time. Do you think at that time though that you were trying to counter the inevitable? Yeah, it. I mean, uh, it, like you've said at the start, we are all going to die, and I know it sounds really morbid and yeah it's a fact of life you know the first breath we take is the first breath to death yeah exactly you're you're on one track then aren't yeah you? You, you, your timer starts yeah you know bam clock watch go yeah yeah and i <laughs> i just think it's crazy but then it, i think i've had to and, and you try and talk yourself out of it as well so like you try and take the assurance from like everyone's gonna die like you're not on your own like everyone's go through this everyone was born everyone grew up everyone's gonna die um you know and it's just it's a crazy thing to actually think about and it's very easy to just put it to the back of your mind which is what you should do because they, like you say you can't change it no. there's nothing you can do about it no you cannot control it exactly and this um, I mean, you can to a certain degree like keeping safe yeah but, but you know no one knows what's going to happen no and, th- and things crop up and there's you know there's nothing you can do about it I think we're we're all aware from quite a young age that people die. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, for me, the biggest moment when I realised how quickly and how we shouldn't take for granted the time we have got is I four years ago I was in a room in the hospital with uh, someone. Um, that took their very, very last breath in front of me, and it was a very surreal moment. Yeah. It's not like fucking Holby City, where they no. shut their eyes peacefully and the beeping stops. It was horrible. Like it was, it was a very surreal experience, and I remember that happening. You know being in the room for 10-15 minutes afterwards and then I literally got into the car and drove home but on the drive home I remember I was shaking because I was like how quickly was that how quick did that happen it was literally like and everybody in the room knew it was going to happen we were all aware four or five days before I think maybe even before I was sort of brought in at the last minute um, and I remember getting home and and even to this day, it's still sort of fucked with me to the point where I was like, it really can happen at any moment. And death is real. And even yeah. in my head, I was like, yeah, death's real. We all die sometimes. Yeah, fuck it. But at that moment, I was like, 
oh, it is real. No, it's really real. Uh, yeah, it is real. <laughs> yeah. And it can happen to anybody and it can ha- and it will happen to everybody. Yeah. But it's just how. And I remember driving home going in my head I was like number one, I've just seen someone die. And I've had experiences with deaf family members in the past. Um so it's not like I'm experienced with it, but I have I've been through that process of processing someone dying. Yeah. But that moment there was like a it was like a light bulb moment. I was like, whoa. Like that that for me, I was it, it shook me up. Yeah. You know, and I remember not sleeping that night, and I remember a couple of nights I wasn't sleeping well, and it was just playing on my mind like somebody's last breath you know, we are all gonna take our last breath. It is gonna happen. And I think for me, you know, that that was the moment when I was like, fuck it. It's inevitable. Like you've just said, put it to the back of your mind and just move on. But I think there's that always that fear. Yeah. Because none of us want to die. <clears throat> exactly. You know, none of us do. Yeah. I, I mean, luckily, I've never, I've never, I've never seen it. I've never been present when someone's passed away um, in my sort of setup. I've always been kind of shielded from it. Um, I've had a few family members pass away, but I've I've not been there when it's happened. Um, I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about that, but I yeah. I just I haven't I haven't witnessed it basically. And I think just going back to something that sort of triggered the fear is that I think when you when you're growing up, you're kind of used to if there's something wrong, you can get help. Someone can help you. The doctor can help you. You can get given medication. You can get put on something. They can talk to you. They can tell you everything's okay. I think it was kind of the fear of like, this is something that no one can help you with. Like, you just have to, you have to come to terms with it. Yeah. You you can't go to a doctor and get, you can't go to a doctor and say I'm gonna die one day because they're gonna just say, yep. No, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. Uh, you can't you <laughs> join know, the queue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you can't go there and be like, you know, do do something about this. Stop me worrying about it. I think that was the thing. It was that no one can sort of cure my worry, and. I think it's, I mean, a lot of people that suffer with anxiety might actually sort of, you know, relate to what I'm saying there, that you have to just find your own ways of dealing with those thoughts instead of trying to find a cure. Um, but yeah, that, that whole feeling of like, no one can save me from this worry and doubt really triggered the the proper, like, relentless overthinking, you know. But what are you scared of? Because we are never going to know. Because once, once, you know, either of us, you know, fucking... God willing, it doesn't happen anytime soon. Yeah. When when we go, we're, we're not going to know. I mean, again, it depends on our beliefs and if we believe in the afterlife and, you know, ghosts. And we will talk about that on another podcast because I've had experiences with that. But I, what you can't fear the unknown because you, no. the unknown is so vague because none of us know what happens when we take our last breath. No one knows that there's... You know, it's in the movies. You see the light. You know, the man's by the gates. Like, come on down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's a. I think it's a common. I mean, not that either of us are going to heaven. <laughs> Done some dodgy, dodgy stuff. Not that dodgy though. <laughs> Don't cancel us. We're all right. We're all right, really. But it is that you know, no one can ever tell us what happens after we go. No, I... there's no research. There's no book. There's no. Life, you know, examples of, oh, well, when I passed away, you know, it was peaceful. I, you know, spent some time, you know, reevaluating things. There are, down. there are some people that say about that. Have you seen that? 
where no. like people have like had a heart attack, died, and then like thirty seconds later they've come back to life and they've they've like described their experience. That's that out of body experience where you see the light and mate, that's weird. That's heavy. For me, um, I think it's one of those things as well. Like the more I've been through these episodes of thinking about it and then coming out okay at the end, it becomes easier to kind of quickly put those thoughts into a box because then like if i if i if i come into that kind of stage of you know period in my life again and it's like okay i'm thinking about that again i then have the advantage of context then because i'm like i can think back to when i went through this you know five ten years ago and like i'm I'm talking there could be like five literally five years between thinking about it like I'll, i'll think about it for two or three weeks fixated on it then i'll go five years where i'm just lost in my life doing normal stuff with the family, living, not caring that I'm getting older, getting closer to those pearly gates, hopefully. Um, but then it'll come back and then it'll just haunt me for a bit. But then as I'm now getting older, I'm just like, no, nah, we've, you know, we've, we've dealt with these thoughts before. Whatever I think, however much I kind of hurt myself mentally thinking about this, I'm, I'm still okay at the minute. Would you say then you have a, an acceptance of death? I think... Which is a very odd question to ask, I know. Yeah, I think it's it's coming to that point. I think I put that down on the notes. I put, um, yeah, so realising the older you get, your perce- your perception of death alters. I'm starting to think maybe when I get to the final point, I'll be ready. And so for me, I'm kind of, I mean, that could be completely wrong because I could die way earlier than I'm expecting. I think everyone is always like, hopefully I'm going to get to, you know, 80, 90. You know, I'm going to be tired old ready to move on and you know I've, I've seen what i needed to see and that was it doesn't always happen obviously people get their lives taken a lot sooner which is you know tragic but it's um i have realized that when i think about it now there's things i've done in my first 30 years of life that i'm like i can i can tick some boxes and if if i just have the boxes there i can make sure i'm, I'm ticking them off so then hopefully by the time i get to like yeah i'm you know i'm knackered the body's done I've spent everything I can spend. I'm ready to kind of rest. That hopefully I'll get there and I'll just be, you know, peaceful with it. Um, but yeah, it's a bizarre thing to talk about, isn't it? It's really weird. It is, and and I'm the same as you to a degree where I, I do have an acceptance, and especially after that experience that I, I mentioned about seeing someone go in in front of me, it very much said like, you know, taught me to have the acceptance that we are gonna go doesn't mean I'm ready for it because I'm not you know I've got you know I'm 32 you're, you're nearly 30 I didn't yeah hopefully we've got a, a bit left in us hopefully you carry on running the way you are cool. try <laughs> stopping before he's 100 but no I, I, I do you know I don't think anybody's ready for it I mean there, there is some examples obviously euthanasia I don't re- I really want to talk about that because that is a different that's a different mindset yeah you know very much you know they are ready to go because they wouldn't have signed up for it but i don't think anybody's really ready for it because if you were ready for it then you're ready to die yeah i don't think you can ever be ready for it no you, you can't be i think like and it's it's the idea of people being told they only have you know a certain amount of time to live like i was thinking the other day if you were told now the date that you're going to die or you had the option to be told now the date you, you're going to die. Would you want to know? 
Would you want to know? Would you want to live fearlessly, knowing that I can do anything for the next X amount of years? Hold on. So, so ask me that again, so I can know the date. Yeah, you can know the date and time of your last breath. Because someone knows. Poof, that's a. Do I know how? No. Okay. You don't know how. But I know the date and time when you know I go. The date and time. So you can obviously yeah, work out your age. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it, I would. You want to know? Yeah. Okay, talk me through it. Because I wouldn't want to miss any opportunities. But so, for example, but you, you... you live like that now. You live like that regardless of knowing. But that's the thing. I don't want to stop living like that. No. But you know, if you said to me, you know, or if someone, you know, during a mystical dream, come and you know, come down to me and said, "Look, Wedge, got some bad news, mate." Yeah. On the 16th of August, 2052, that's your day. Sick. Okay. I've got 30 years. I've just done 32. I've got another 30 to do exactly what I want. Yeah. I can get comfortable. And I think over 30 years, I'd like to think that I can accept that that day is going to happen because it's it's going to anyway. Yeah. But at least then I'll know. I mean, I can plan everything the fucking week leading up to it. Oh, I'd have the best fucking funeral. Oh, mate, the plans. Yeah. But no, I don't. It would still be horrible. Yeah. Because it's that date and time. So, okay, to just mix it up a little bit, the difference between you knowing that it was 2052, which gives you another, what's that, another 31 years from now? Yeah. So you're saying you're going to die when you're 63, mm-hmm. which is really young. But let's say you got told that you were going to die in five years from now or two years from now. Would you still want to know? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Because for me, that ramps the, like, not the fear, but it just it ramps everything up. It pushes all the dials to max. Do you know what I mean? No, because for me, if that date is, is two years from now, I mean, God willing, it's not. Nothing's going to change that. I can't change that. No. Nobody can change that. That no. date is there, set in stone, sick. I've got two years, do what I want, do the things that you know, that are on my fuck it list, I'm ready. Yeah. See, I, I definitely don't want to know. I'm I'm like completely opposite to you. Cause I feel like it would just knowing how I am, that would completely take over my brain and I until think- that point as well we're both in very different situations you've got a family yeah to support and i know how much that would mean to you knowing that date and i think you'd wind yourself up more knowing that they're going to be without you yeah then you're not going to be here yeah and i think that's your worry is you not being here for your partner your son your daughter where for me if it is two years okay i'm ready yeah and i think my worry like you say has kind of morphed to that but I think that worry was still what I had when I was young. Like, I'd still hate to know. I would hate to know. I just, like, when it happens, like, I, I can't get my head around the moment that that happens. I think that's why it's freaking me out so much. And that, that stems from you being someone that likes to know what's going on, when it's going on, mm. and you like to be in control. Yeah, And I think definitely. when you, you know, and I know that about you for, for sure, but when it's, when it's, an environment or a situation when it is inevitable you cannot control that no nobody can control that Ugh. I've got another question for you <laughs> go on go for it 
And this is this is quite a, a morbid question, but if you had to pick one way to go, how would it be? And oh. this this can be as a fucking extravagant as No man, I'd be all about the whole quiet and peaceful in my sleep. Um yeah. I'd go to sleep one night. You know. So hopefully. pain free, stress free, yeah, just, just easy. You know. See for me, and I'm quite weird with this. Shark attack. What? Are you mad? I know, mate. I know this. And listen, hear me, hear me out. Now, this this comes from my obsession with sharks. Right. I am obsessed with sharks, especially great white sharks. So you just want to like stand there in the ocean, just like succumb to your passion. Have you not seen Deep Blue Sea? <laughs> fucking hell, man! That'd be I'd savage. be like LL Cool J, but like fuck it, let's go. You know, yeah, you killed my bird. Fucking take me. You know that woman at the end when she slices her hand and yeah, jumps yeah, in. Yeah. I'd be like, let's go because it it would be pain free. So straight away, you're going heroic vibes. I wouldn't say heroic. I mean, I'm not going to save a, a fucking research facility. Oh, man. You know, I'm just talking about, you know, if, if there was a way. I mean, again, I, I mean, is it quite morbid that we're talking about how we'd want to go? The way you'd want to go. I mean, I, I feel like you're very Hollywood at the moment. <laughs> and you, you need to bring it back to reality. I feel like you're very Jaws. All right, hit by a fucking car. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no. and that, that's it. If you knew your time in two years and it was something like that, hit by a car, you're going to get hit by a car in two... Well, you just wouldn't leave your house, would you? And that's the thing. I wouldn't want to know how I went. Ugh, I, w- I, I, I wouldn't... You know, if you said to me, right, you have got two years, five years, ten years, et cetera, et cetera, and you're going to go, I wouldn't want to know that last bit because that would make me more worried about yeah. going. Yeah. Because if you said, yeah, it's going to be this or this on this, I would do everything in my power to avoid getting involved in that situation. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, w- it would change your life, wouldn't it? It would, it would. It would manipulate how you think. Yeah, I mean, if you said to me, right, you're going to get hit by a car. You're not touching a car ever again. I'm not going <laughs> in a car. I'm not crossing roads. I'm, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. You know, I'm just in my bubble. Exactly. Exactly. But then again, I would know the day and the time. So nothing. this is all really bollocks isn't it yeah because I'd know the date and the time I'd be like fuck it let Jesus take the wheel yeah I'm going to be smashing around in cars (laughs) for the next however long let's touch on another one of your points mate Um, it's going back a little bit to when we said when we first kind of took on this idea of death and like you know attacked it head on as much as you can I guess um and so you put, as a teenager, the thought of the world a hundred years from now terrified me. What's the world going to look like? What will I miss? Will United ever win the league again? <laughs> I did have a little fucking cackle about that. I mean, that, that, that. That does worry me. You know, will we ever win the league again? Um, You've just signed Ronaldo. Viva Ronaldo! So, you know, it's becoming more likely. Viva Ronaldo! Um, yeah, I think... The part here is is what will I miss? You know what am what am I gonna miss? You know, what are you scared of missing? What do you care? What do you actually care about when it comes to life and death? Of course, I care about living. We all do. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, especially at the moment. But I think, what am I gonna miss in terms of? You know, do I? Am I gonna go young? Am I gonna go old? If I if I go old again, what am I gonna miss? Yeah. You know, I'd like to think by the time. You know, if I'm 60, 70, 80, I've, I've I've done what I've wanted to do. I've I've achieved what I've set out to do. Whether that's personally or career-wise or anything family-wise, but I think the thing is, I don't know. I just kept thinking of 
you know, what am I going to miss? You know, what is the world going to be like? Yeah. What am I going to miss out on? Am I going to miss out on a new invention or, uh, you know, a, a an event that happens that changes the world? Am I going to miss that? Yeah. And I think that scared me the most because it was that like, oh shit, 100 years from now, 200 years from now, you know, the world's still spinning. Yeah, I, th- I think the idea of like as well, when, you, when you're when you gone, you then have no perception of time at all, right? So from that moment until the very end of time, it will just go, it's just gone. Everything is gone. Like you, you have no impact on anything. You can't change anything. No. And it's... The, I mean, the concept of time is just c- continuously kind of baffles me. Um, and yeah, the idea that, you know, it could be, I guess it's going to be millions and maybe even billions of years before the earth is eventually swallowed by the sun and then everything is gone and no, there is nothing. Yeah. I mean, we're, humans might be gone by then anyway. But I think it goes back to the fact that, like you said, is if you are so fixated on that moment, you are going to start missing things. Yeah. You know, it's like the yeah. old... You know, if you, what what doesn't what you don't know won't hurt you. Yeah, yeah, that that's weird though, isn't it? It's like, um, yeah, I, I, I just I struggle with it. I just it's because it's all we've ever known as well. That's the thing. It, when it's all you've ever known, and that, that's that's kind of what's reassured me not to be worried about it, because it's like I've only ever known me as me from day dot. I had no knowledge of anything that happened before 1992. I'll have no knowledge of what happens after the day I'm gone. It's just, it's a complete head fuck. And I, I, I think it blows my mind that everyone deals with it anyway. And like some people, I, maybe, maybe everyone, it does affect everyone. It must do at some point, right? But I find it crazy that I felt so alone dealing with it at the time. Because like even when I go, when I was like say six or seven, I went to talk to my parents about it they couldn't really give me anything like you can't what can, what you, can say? you say you can't say anything because they've been through their own acceptance of what mm. it was going to happen to them you know and they're not going to lie to you and say well no you're going to live forever exactly because that's bullshit it's just bollocks you know and then you know I remember saying to my you know my mum or my dad just being like you know you're going to be gone one day what, you know what am I going to do um, but then I don't know I think you just you learn to sort of start to have your own life and then you start to like I said before about ticking off the boxes Yep. You start to get the boxes ticked off, and then hopefully you can you can get enough boxes ticked off that you're not happy. No one's ever happy to go, but at least to the point where you can accept it, I guess. You know, for me, the last couple of I say the last year, it has made me sort of think about things very differently. Like, you know, I don't want to be sitting here in twenty, thirty years going, "Oh, what if?" Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the that's the biggest thing. You you have to just make sure that I put in the notes there you, you've just made the most of absolutely everything you do you have and like to. don't don't try not to make regrets everyone makes regrets there, there's so many regrets that people have even if they go no I've got no regrets don't believe in that comment either I think everyone has regrets but I think it's about trying to just accept and find a way of just enjoying every single moment and trying to be as present as you can as well yeah. that's the thing yeah but it's the, it's the age old saying you know there's there's three things certain in life life, death and Arsenal are always going to be shit especially now <laughs> terrible um, but it is true we're all born we all die yeah but it's how you make it's how you make the most of the the, the filling yeah 
Life is like a sandwich. Exactly. Very, very, very um, Forrest Gump of you. But we'll go it there. It is. Life is like a sandwich. You walk into Subway, what do you want? Do you want a six inch? Do you want a, <laughs> do you want a foot long? I don't know. Most of the time I go for a foot long. But then what bread do you want? It's about choices. Yeah. No, it definitely What is. filling are you going to have? It definitely is. And then I think as well, it's just down that mental health road again. I think... Um, that is almost a trigger and I've not like I said to you earlier the, the change is a trigger and then it's led me down other worries that I've had so I've had a lot of hypochondria in the past a lot of like thinking you know oh maybe I'm something seriously wrong with me when it's not um, you know I've, I've survived several heart attacks so far and been absolutely <laughs> fine on the other side turns out I haven't had one heart attack it's just what anxiety does to you um, just went down the stairs too quick exactly exactly just really insane things and, and completely like measurable thoughts that you can't even begin to comprehend but at that moment when you're stuck in that thought process you're um, that, that that's all you've got and you get stuck at it for sure I think everybody has their own way of dealing with the inevitable yeah I think everybody has their own way of dealing with the lead up or the filling like we've just discussed I don't, I don't know it is a tricky one it really is because obviously like you've said the older you get I do think the perception of death will alter it does change doesn't it you know I, I and this is this sounds quite morbid as well but I've met some I've met some people that are of the older generation and I had this old lady that flat out told me she was like yeah I'm ready to go I just really? want to go like, yeah. I've, I've had a great life my kids are happy they're set up I've had a great life this has been done I've done this I've holidayed here I'm ready to go yeah I, I think that's that's something that backs up what we were saying as well just how like when you feel within yourself like still youthful still like you've got something to give yeah um, not that every day is a struggle you still feel you know fit and healthy That that's when the idea of death is really like daunting and weird but then maybe as soon as you get old and you start realising that it's actually a struggle to you know live normally you then start realizing, like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind, of, I'm there. I've, I've lived my life. Yeah, and I think that may become an acceptance of, like you said, life is changing, change dramatically. Yeah. You know, things aren't the same how you do them. You can't go here. You can't do this. You can't do the things that you did ten years ago. Yeah. So I think it's maybe that case of like, fuck it, take me now. Yeah, it's like when I see the whole thing about being able to. <clears throat> have your like mind and body frozen for 5,000 years would you want to do it and stuff like that I think I would you would yeah but then you've got a like but like demolition man <laughs> it would be, the thing that would be crazy about it though is you've got to then walk to the the facility that's going to do that and be like right so long see you all in 5,000 years and that's the end like the next time you open your eyes as long as you trust the scientists whoever are doing it as long the next time you open your eyes goodbye to everything you know could you, could you do it you we, we both we all do it we go to bed at night we shut our eyes well, we yeah. go to sleep yeah that's true but it's uh, exactly the same but there's going to be five thousand years of difference and but what, it will feel like the same amount of time what point in your life would you want to do that like would you want to live your whole life now get to like 80 and then do like five thousand years and then be like oh well, i'm 80 in five thousand years no because I, I don't think uh, I don't think I don't think I'd be a very healthy eighty-year-old, <laughs> but I think I'd maybe maybe fifty. Fifty's a great age. Life begins at fifty, they say. That's so weird. Filthy fifties. 
I believe is what it's called. And I think it's so weird to take like your, you know, authentic being as a person and just make it into a science experiment. It's like <laughs> that kind of crossover is feels really odd as well. I mean, it would be pretty cool well, to yeah. see what the world would be like in 5,000 years time. What do you reckon? Flying cars yet? I remember they said that about 2018, still not here. I don't know, mate. I haven't watched any of the Simpson episodes lately because they get everything fucking spot on. So <laughs> I do all my uh, science research from the Simpsons. But no, I think I would do I, I'd, As long as I'd, I'd, I'd got to a point where I was comfortable, I was happy, if... Fucking God willing, if I had a family at that point, <laughs> you know, kids or anything, as long as they were all good and set up. But I, I think I would. I think I would. Oh mate, I'd be absolutely well, mad. Why it? wouldn't? Would you do it? What, no. what would stop you? It's, like you said, surroundings and family. Again, it goes back to the well, it's different. Yeah. Different circumstances for both of us. I, I think I'd want to do it because I'd want to know. I don't know why I'd want to know. I just I I want to know what happens in five thousand years. But I'd send you a postcard. I was watching Back to the Future with my son the other day, and uh, I think where the where do they go in the future? Is it two thousand and is it two thousand and twenty? I think that's where they go to. Yeah, two thousand fifteen, they go to. Okay, so yeah, in in Back to the Future two, they go to two thousand and fifteen, and you know, <laughs> they come out in two thousand fifteen. There's hoverboards, flying cars. Um, you know the whole thing is mad like the whole world's run by robots which I don't think we're far away from but the whole world is run by robots not if Elon Musk has anything to do with it exactly it's getting close mate but um, yeah I just think it's it's mad at how different their perception was of 2050 what it actually was like with you know we're still burning fossil fuels nothing's changed no we're not we're not hovering and flying to our destination yet um, but 5,000 years mate I've got hope <laughs> Uh, I think it's you can kind of tie it into like anything because when you when you you watch it happen to other people, you 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 make up how you think that must feel, if you know what I mean. Like it, it, you can put it back to like say you watch someone get a tattoo, or you watch someone get drunk. You can you kind of make up your own interpretation of what they must be feeling or how that must feel by how it looks, but I'm I'm kind of quietly hoping it doesn't feel quite because it's such a natural thing and happens to every every creature everything on this planet that it's not as scary as you kind of imagine it is by watching it um i know that probably touches on what you said earlier about the actually witnessing it happen mm. but like you said you were driving home you came up with your own sort of concept of how that must feel um and yeah i'm kind of, I'm kind of hoping it's just you, you get to that point and then it's just a natural thing it's not something you actually have to prepare for in any way yeah and I think if you start to prepare for it you're overthinking things yeah and I think that's what's scary when you get told you know you've you know say you've you know god forbid you've got cancer or something like that and you've only got six months to live you are then immediately preparing then it's different then it's, yeah. then, it, then it's circumstantial isn't it you know yeah. and I've had experience of that again with someone in my family that was you know sort of not given that time but we all knew we all knew to expect it to happen yeah um but even then you know i, I witnessed that person not really plan for it no you know there was some but not much how can you you you, you can't i mean what, what do you plan yeah and then it's the idea of like as well 
<clears throat> if you think about all like everything around you and everyone that relies on you and all the things you really care about so like where you're living at the time your career at the time your everything you've put your life into nothing matters at that no. point it's everything is gone yeah and yeah what well, waste of time but it's just like when you read a book you finish a book you put it down yeah yeah that's it I mean today's episode has been really morbid man yeah it has been but it's been a fun one it's been a fun one I think we're gonna we're definitely gonna pick it up with hopefully something a bit more exciting e exciting see what you did there yeah exactly hopefully we're gonna pick it up next time but I felt like that was something that I wanted to talk about for sure you enjoy it Mm, I feel weird now the same way I did when uh you know, I used to think about these things before. Do you want to go cuddle or something? Maybe. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to do something, I think, man. But uh, thanks again, everyone, for listening. Um, it's been fun. It's been dark. It's been it's been the darkest one we've done so far. Um, and we know that this is a real difficult subject for a lot of people. Um, and and this is this is our this is this is our perception of it. Yeah, you know, this which is what we wanted to do. You know, this isn't us preaching that how you should all, you know, should be scared of death. This is just us and our perception. So, if, you know, you know, we all we all think differently and we all plan different things. So, yeah, yeah. The, the more the more I've kind of touched on these things with other people, I've realised that they've done exactly the same thing, or they've you know had the same thoughts and they've dealt with it in their own way. Um, we just wanted somewhere to voice the way we dealt with it. So yeah, this has been episode four um, on death. Episode five will be out in two weeks. Yes, um, it is a what we what we're sticking to. That is our schedule. It's a fortnightly Wednesday thing. Um, make sure you follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Insta for sneak peeks and some questions and interactions that we want. And we are available on Apple Music. And we are now as well. Yeah. So um, love you guys for listening. Thanks for staying for one. Have a great evening. God bless. Peace. Yeah.